Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi, and welcome to podcast number five, how to talk to your children about bullying. This is Sandy and... And this is Morgan. And Morgan recently just attended a conference about bullying. So today she's going to share all her wisdom so that we can better address this issue. Unfortunately, it's happening more and more in the classroom, cyberbullying, and we definitely need to figure out ways to decrease and eliminate bullying. So Morgan... Let us know some of the top five or 10 or 100 tips that you got. <laughs> yes, I will. All right, so first I just want to reiterate what Sandy said. Bullying now is on the rise more than ever because there are different types of bullying. So first I'm going to get into the different types. The first type is the one that we all kind of classically think of, and that's direct bullying, and that's more of the physical, the pushing, the fighting, what you see in a movie with the teasing and that sort of stuff, that is physical, direct bullying. The second type is indirect, and that is kind of more of the gossiping, talking behind your back. You don't overtly see it, but it can still cause a lot of damage. And the third one, which is a newer one, given what is happening with all of our technology, is cyberbullying. And what that is, is bullying happening online, on different social media platforms. So all types of bullying, are damaging um, and we need to address what we can do to help kids with bullying so first what we all need to do is we need to see when we as soon as we see something we have to do something about it it's no longer just the responsibility of the school because um, bullying is happening inside and outside of the school so if you see bullying when you're picking up your kid, you need to see, say something, talk to the teacher. We all need to work as a community to help stop this problem. Um, also, it would be helpful to have a talk with your kids at home about specifically what they can do, a short list of people they can talk to, so they can talk to you, they can talk to other adults that they're close to, maybe an older sibling, uh, people at the school that they feel comfortable with. Um, another thing that we really need to take care of is monitoring what our kids are doing on their phone and on the tablets and on the computers because that type of bullying is the hardest to really see. So um, there is this great app called MobiSip. It's M-O-B-I-C-I-P. And it's $4.99, and it's just a one-time payment, so it's not too bad. And it has these great parental controls, so you can block by category. Um, you can put time limits on the phone. You can have blocked phrases. And also, my favorite part is that there's YouTube filtering. That's perfect. Yeah, because YouTube has some great stuff, and then it also 
has some not so great stuff. Um, That's a mild way of putting it. (laughs) (laughs) And we are not with our kids 24-7, so this is just a great way to monitor with them. It's also important to talk to them about that, too, when they see something that they... It looks like it's a little fishy and suspicious what they can do, exit out, and that sort of stuff. So that's cyberbullying. The next type of bullying happens more with girls, and that's indirect, and that's gossip. And so it's really important, not saying that it doesn't happen with boys as well, it just happens to be uh, more female. Um, We need to talk to our kids about how hurtful gossip can be. Um, You can even, in the classroom, what I like to do is play the game telephone. So you start off with one phrase and then you go and the kids have to say the same phrase all the way through. And then at the end, inevitably, it's always something different. And so that's also a good lesson on gossip is that it it started out as one thing and then it turned into this whole different thing. That's true. It usually does escalate and it morphs into something horrendous. Yes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. The mean um, girl syndrome. Yes. Um, and talking about that too is watching, monitoring what they're watching on TV. So not just what's on their computers and their uh, phones and tablets. There are a lot of TV shows that are worrisome. Like I'm sure you've all heard of the, what's it called, 13 Reasons Why. And that had a lot of copycat. There was a lot of that sort of stuff happening in schools and at home. And so we really need to talk to our kids about what they're watching and get involved in making sure that we know what's going on. Um, And then the most obvious form of bullying is direct physical. And that's when you see the kids. This also happens to be more male. Not always, but tends to. Um, And so when you see that, please don't turn a blind eye. There's a lot of the bystander effect that's happening, and we really just all need to take responsibility and stop it before it becomes a bigger deal. Talk to the school if you see it. If your kid comes home and is complaining about it, it's better to be overcautious than it is to regret it later, and then it becomes a bigger deal than it needs to be. Exactly. So anything that you want to add that you've been seeing at home? Well, I was just going to say that just really creating a safe space for your children to even talk about bullying, because I know some of the children I work with, they feel safe to tell me about what's happening at school. And some of them are hesitant to talk to their parents about it because they don't want to upset their parents um, because they don't want them to all of a sudden say, oh, you can't go to that school or you can't play with so-and-so anymore because they've done bullying and they feel an alliance to protect sometimes the bully who might be their friend. Mm -hmm. So being able to create a safe space at home to talk about these things is so important. So with that, I would say not having an overreaction to this. So when your children are talking about bullying, make make sure that you are in a calm state uh, and present that, present um, yourself as being able to hear all the facts without getting really overly emotional. So Mm -hmm. I know some of the kids I work with are afraid to talk about it just because of the emotion that it invokes in their parents. And obviously it does because it is upsetting to hear, but just make sure that when you talk about it with your kids, just create a safe space and let them know that they can share it with you. Um, And I think what you said earlier about coming up with a list of safe people to talk to is so important. So, for example, if they don't feel safe talking to you, but you know they feel safe maybe talking to their aunt or their uncle or somebody else, just make sure that your child has safe people for them to talk to. And you guys can create the list together. 
That's a great idea. Um, also, what I just thought of something is that not everything is bullying. There are some times when kids get into a fight, um, and it's just a one one time deal. So we also have to be aware of that. Sometimes kids just have incidents, and that will always happen. And we need to make sure that we clarify: bullying means that it's there's repetition. Uh, so sometimes, you know, girls will get, your, your kids will get into a fight. They'll, uh, they might push each other. That doesn't mean necessarily that they're a bully. Uh, so we also just want to clarify that sometimes things are just incidents and a one-time, two-time thing, and you can just talk to get over it. Exactly. And do you have any um, hints for parents? What if their child is the bully? Well, what you should do is definitely address them and talk about the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Uh, the targets of a bully, usually, bullies usually target kids who kind of stand out in one way or another. They tend to be the weaker, either physically, they kind of, maybe they look a little different. Special ed kids tend to be uh, victims of, bull of bullying. Um, and so you just really want to talk to your kid about you how you want to treat others the way you want to be treated and that there are consequences for their actions. And if you do bully, there are, there are, you, there's going to be consequences. If you see that happening, you take it seriously. Um, and you can even explain that if this happens when they get older, they can lose their jobs over things like this. Like take it very seriously because you really, no one wants their child to be a bully. Um, so Perfect. Okay. Thank you so much, Morgan. Yeah. And thank you for attending this workshop and sharing all your awesome wisdom about it. And I'm just thinking about how I had one client whose son had an incident and he was labeled a bully. Um, so when you're talking about making sure that we're not labeling bully for a one-time incident is so important because once you throw that label out, then some children will identify as that and become that. So we do have to be very careful with the words that we do use. And you had mentioned earlier um, not being able, not, not to identify with the word victim as well. Yes, yes. Can so, you expand on that? Yes, okay. so we want to, because uh, we don't want to isolate the kids. And so it's the person who is bullying and the child who is being bullied. So it wants to be more in action uh, rather than... Uh, nouns. So it's that's why we were trying to stray away so that we can resolve what is happening. Also, one thing I forgot is that when you are dealing with a bullying situation, it we used to think let's get the kids together to talk about it. Really, what's better is to isolate them and talk to them each privately and then come to a consensus. Because sometimes kids, we've all been there, where it's like, say sorry to Billy, and the kid doesn't really want to say sorry, and they're forced to do it, so they just do it. Uh, so that's why I just also wanted to clarify, when you are dealing with an action, a bullying action, to first isolate the kids, talk to each of them privately, and then bring together if need be. Sometimes that's not the best thing to do, so you can determine case by case. Exactly, that's true. And also just, I think everything in life is timing. So sometimes they're not able to have the conversation right after. So they probably do true. need some space to calm down before they're able to have the conversation. Um, and I know some kids aren't even able to get together right after or even within the same day to have the sorry and to hear the sorry. Mm -hmm. So just to be aware that everyone does operate on their own timing. 
Thank you so much, Morgan. Yeah, thank you. And thank you everyone for listening and we look forward to having you on our next podcast. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.